They say a family that prays together stays together. But what if you can't even get your family together? We are the Sisters Collective. Three generations. Four sisters. Helping you navigate this crazy world. One family meeting at a time. This podcast is the intersection of education, sisterhood, and the ever-changing dynamics of family. We invite you to pull up a seat and join our family meeting. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. And we're going to go ahead and let you know Artie Poo is She's in the building. She's in the building. building. We welcome you back to another episode of The Sisters Collective. Yes. How are you? How's everyone? How's your black and black black moth? (laughs) It was good. I feel like this was a very productive month. Yeah. For the Blackity Black Month, I was very productive. Okay, okay? come so, on, black girl. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yay. How's everybody's heart? Heart check, heart check. Listen. One, two, one, two. I will start. Um, I was watching an episode of The Real, and I really honestly started watching it because Amanda Seals right. is on there. Like, I tried to check it out, you know, years before, but since she was on there, I was like... I'm tuning in. I'm recording every episode. So um, <laughs> she, she mentioned this app the other day when I was watching, and it's called Pattern or The Pattern. And she was saying the the app is basically reading her fulfills. And I was like, okay. So I, what is it about? Literally, this app you put in your 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 information, your date of birth, and if you know the time of your birth, then that helps to give even more information. But whatever. It will basically tell you about yourself, like about like your patterns of um, like, for instance, um, my instincts are complex and analytical. My growth, they have different like categories, growth, idealistic and sensitive. So it just goes like very different things about you. Mm-hmm. And it tells you about yourself and about does it give you updates like daily or something? Yes. Oh, yes. OK. And it tells, like, your your timing, like, right now, it's, like, my cycle, my cycle right now is let's go, let go of chaos. Mm. And then it just says, like, how long you're going to be in this particular cycle of, like, letting go of stuff that is just not working. And I mean, I was like, oh. <laughs> so I, I literally downloaded it right after that. And I, as soon as I started reading it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, getting, getting right to the things that I the very things that I've been thinking and talking about and trying to like navigate it literally was hitting like every single point and I was like all right so I like read it and I've been like really checking it and looking at all the different categories it has and I'm just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh come on pattern so we'll leave that a link to that in the yeah in the show notes and, and pattern that you can hit us up if you're looking to listen it's you know, i mean it's a great it's a great app like it's a great app so i would say make yes. sure we tag the pattern in that post amen. exactly amen <laughs> amen um <laughs> so heart wise i feel like there's a, a bit of clarity coming mm-hmm. right now and the things that i have already been kind of mentioning and talking about over the last couple of weeks I'm just getting some some clear signs on that. And everything else has been, been good. So I feel like I'm at a 4.5. Okay. All right, 4.5. Go yeah. through. Yeah. Why y'all looking at me like I'm well, just... Well, I was going to Because we the usually go, there are patterns that we go into. Right. Speaking so, of patterns, yes. come on, girl. So I will break it and say February was a busy month, but... 
Mm. It was good. A good month. And I appreciate the business. and Ended it on a good note. Ended on a good note. And it it helped me to realize you can accomplish everything. Be busy. Accomplish everything you need to accomplish. And do it with ease. Right. It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be stressful. So where you at? What's your number? Um, I'm 4.5. All right. I'm adding the day. So we're at a 9. I'm going to (laughs) say... I think I'm at a 4.5 as well. I have a lot coming up in March and April, but I'm not anxious about it. No, I haven't necessarily written the new piece, but the important part of what I've had to understand is I already have pieces. Mm -hmm. What I need to do is not think of redoing a whole new piece. I can add two pieces that I already have Mm -hmm. and make them specific for the tour. I know the womanhood piece, speaking of Women's History Month, which we're going to get into, I'm going to do the womanhood piece on the tour because Mm -hmm. it is Women's History Month. And I'm going to tweak it so that it's not a piece for just for church. Because when I wrote it, I wrote it specifically for a conference. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the name of the piece is kind of patterned after the conference. But I'm going to tweak it just a bit so that it can be applicable to the uh, women in the in the in the audience. So I know now I don't have to write a new piece. I need to tweak that one. And then I'm going to tweak my um, Paper Jesus piece. And then I already um, I've got books to do the atoned piece. I'm going to be working with an artist to now revamp some of my shirts and have two new shirts that are coming out. And I've already sketched my designs. I'm going to go sit with him and get them done and try to have those prepared for the tour. So I I had to start thinking of ways to get done what I could get done without all the pressure of having to get it done. I didn't need brand new pieces. I needed to tweak the pieces that I already had. Because you have. I have pieces, pieces. But I feel like, oh, these pieces aren't, you know tour worthy yes they are um so i'm just gonna i i I had to resign from that so um i'm at a good 4.5 4.5 um yeah i'm good you know we're just a a side note i'm gonna say before we go to amanda i want you one day to do a class on how to write and then to I guess deliver. I don't know. But I have a creative writing class coming up in um, April 18th at the Orlando Museum of Art. Shameless plug. So I already teach. I I already teach teach how to write. Teach how to write, but then how to how do you deliver? Deliver it. How do you deliver? Speak it. It's because you know I always think like I've said one day that I was going to my graduation message. I was going to do. Like a, a spoken word, a spoken word. Your graduation always be really good too. But I don't know how to do it, you know. So I was like, that would. It's be all so- in the writing. I could. It's really okay. So I get it. I could. I could. Do you want me to do that in general, or you want me to do that with you? <laughs> Are you asking for me to help you create a spoken word piece for your graduation speech? Is that what you're asking of me? Yeah, but I think it will be good for other people because I'm sure there are other people. Yes, I'm talking for me, but then for other people as well. I I could I could get into that. Yeah, we could work that out. Because I think that would be. So this what I want you to do though. I want you to come to my class on April 18th for starters. I will. Buy a ticket because it's a ticketed event. Yes. We'll leave that information in show notes as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I made a good 4.5. So, that's 9 plus 4. That's 13.5. What you got, Mandy? Uh, I'm good. I, I'm enjoying, like I said, being um, like an observer um, and not like doing as much as I have in the past. Um, I do have some things coming up, but I'm just really, really um, just enjoying, you know, life and 
you know, the revelations that I feel like I'm getting, you know, definitely from the Lord. Like, I'm just in such a good space. And my kids were in baseball. They did really great yesterday. It's cold outside, though. Yeah, Florida is so And so, so sitting so outside watching them, I was like, can I watch them from the car? But that might not be a good supportive parent. It's but, not. But, um, I sit in the car doing best baseball practice. I'm just letting you know. Anyway, um, I watched them from the field, from the car. But um, I'm feeling good. I would definitely have to say that I'm at it like a 4, 4.5. I don't have, um, I'm good. I'm feeling like I'm flying high. Flying high. So we're a solid 4.5 this week. Good. You better clap your hands. Staying strong. Good, good hard work. Good hard work. <laughs> well, as you guys know, this is March, new month, new blessings. And yes. it is Women's History Month. Yes, yes, and yes, some more. Um, we just came out of Black History Month in um february and now we're entering into march with it which is labeled as women's history month and um that's pretty cool because we get to come out of one month that we get to celebrate and enter mm -hmm. to another month that we get to celebrate and both are important so we're going to talk a little bit about legacy about the women who nurtured us in conjunction with the importance of Women's History Month. So I want to give a little bit of background about Women's History Month. I honestly only heard about Women's History Month about two years ago. Mm. I didn't know. This wasn't... and it's, I feel like it's still something that's emerging as a celebratory thing. Uh -huh. Like it's not... You know, it could, a month could go by and people not mention it at all. Right? right, right, right. But it's an actual national uh, holiday, if I'm not mistaken. Am I no. mistaken? Not like a holiday. holiday. Well, it's not holiday. Okay, I said holiday. It's not like it's a some, holiday. It's a, you observe. Right. It's an annually declared month. That's yes. what it is. It's an annually declared month. Um, but I don't think I heard about it until about two years ago. Yeah, and I have to say the same. Like, I was like, I never heard of Women's History Month during college or no, anything like that. But I'm not sure it was, had already been established during that time. It wasn't until I was working at Robinswood. And we were doing something with our girls and we decided to do it in March for Women's History Month as an opportunity, you know, mm -hmm. to just bring awareness to them. And because, you know, I'm dope. So that's why it wasn't my idea. It was definitely Ms. Clark's idea. And for history's sake, it started as Women's History Day in 1911. Um, and in 1978, the school district of Sonoma, California participated in Women's History Week. An event designed around um, the week of March 8th, which is uh, International Women's Day. Yeah. So March 8th is International Women's Day. They formed a week around that. And then from that week, it became Women's History Month. So it has a little bit of history kind of similar to Black History Month, where it started mm -hmm. as a week and then became a month. And it's used to highlight um, women that are making strides in history, especially that are making significant um impacts in, in areas where they're maybe underrepresented mm -hmm. or underappreciated mm -hmm. or just some bad women. They're just doing the thing. Right? Mm -hmm. So um, it made me think about our legacy as sisters. And we come from a family of three aunts. How many aunts we have? Four. No, you have a mom. Oh, so our mom, oh. Janet, Brenda, mm -hmm. Dot. Yeah. Um, four aunts. And we have more uncles than we have aunts. But no, you don't. It's for it's for it's, daughters. Yes, but you only have three aunts. But we have more uncles. I said we have more uncles than aunts. Oh, okay. No, but y'all said y'all have four aunts. Okay. Y'all don't. Well, yeah. three aunts. But I was You're talking right. about okay. the other sisters. Right. Well, right. we have right. we have more uncles than we have aunts. But yes. I wanted to highlight um, maybe the impact that some of those aunts have had on our lives. But 
uh, not just the aunts, our mom as well, because yeah. still being a woman, what are the impact that those women, our familial women, but then the other women who have nurtured us, whether it be mentors or teachers, people that we've come in contact with, people that we that we are inspired by, whether in pop culture or people in our industry, mm-hmm. um, who are the people that have nurtured the woman that you're becoming mm-hmm. and the woman that you are? So as a part of our Women's History Highlight, we don't just want to talk about the importance of women's history. In order for women's history be, to really be important, you have to actually be looking at the women Around in you. history who are who are impacting you. Yeah. And how can you be a woman that will impact someone? Mm. Right? So yeah. who's impacting you? Current day or past, familial, pop culture, industry, who has an impact? Because I wanted to go back to the past to the past and I thought about how I feel like our aunt's mom they taught us about the closest of family because if you remember when we were growing up they on the close. weekends they were close they would bring was at our house the kids would we would go to someone's house and all of in our when we were younger we would all be at the house together they would come to our house they would come to our house and they would bring their kids and we would all stay there mm-hmm. and they were close well, whatever happened, it caused a vibe. But they taught you early on they did. the importance of family and the closeness of family, and you you stick together. The bond of sisterhood was was seen. Yes. It wasn't just something we that we became. Now that you think about that, we didn't we didn't think of that on our own. We saw that being patterned in our mom and our aunts, both them, our mom and Dot. There were times that they would go out together, and there was our mom and Aunt Brenda. Because if you remember, yeah. in some summers we would go we there. Would go, we would go to. Where do they Summerfield. live? Summerfield. Mm-hmm. It's in the country. Con- we would get to see Tree. things that we didn't see. Possums in the backyard. Here. Gopher turtles. Like literally we you were catching gopher turtles. And eat then here. we would clean it and cook it. It's good, mm-hmm. y'all. And so. It is. <laughs> gopher turtle is good. But if you look at that taught you about the closeness of family. And so when you look at now. So I'm glad I got to experience that. Instead of experiencing the relationships, the now, torn part of it, the yeah. torn part of it, because you got to see the closeness, and I can remember that, and which makes me want to get to know, you know, your family and be around your family. Mm. So if I look at, you know, pre- present day or like my high school career up to now, I look at several different um, with Sally Williams, Maxine I was just Risper, thinking about them, um, B Benjamin, B Benjamin. Um, Eddie K. Mar- Olga Mar- Marquez. Oh. Because those people, they we were not their kids. No. Mm. But they poured into us like we were. They took an interest in us like we were their kids. And they made sure, regardless to, because we were going through a lot. Yeah. Emotionally, and didn't always display the nicest attitudes. I could look at it back and look at it now. It was probably horrible. And... If someone I mean, we were children, and honestly, we were grieving. We were grieving children. We were grieving yes. loss. It was transitions that we had no control over. Um, it was just not a a real wholesome. Um, we weren't we weren't in the best of situations. We were just doing the best that we could, and I think they understood think they that in the immaturity, yeah, in the immaturity of their emotional state, we have to nurture what is there. And I when I look back, every time I think about them, I realize that everything that we're doing in education is a response to what they did for us. Exactly. It is in response of what we are becoming to other people's children what 
the um, Orange County Migro Youth Association mentors were for us. Mm-hmm. I know that now, and those are things that I wasn't cognizant of, um, but everything that I do for kids now, and I know for you for certain, everything that I do for kids and the way that I try to love on them, even despite their displays of dissatisfaction, is, that's what I call them, <laughs> that the look on their face like, I, I tell them, you're going to have to fix that display of dissatisfaction and listen to what I'm saying. So <laughs> dis- despite that, because I know that's what I was giving them, they still loved on me despite what I was displaying to them. Because um, I didn't have anything else to give them. I didn't have anything else to give them. And you know, the one mm-hmm. thing that I can remember about all of them is they always spoke the positive. Yep. So there was never, you know, because sometimes we can speak negative to kids where they know, but those women always spoke the positive. And I just know for some of them to be able to see where we are now compared to where it's a blessing for them because they know they had a hand in it early on. And if they don't know, let this let this service notice that they did. Yeah. Miss Key, did we say her name? Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, I forgot. My gosh. These women literally, I don't think people get it like. Um, when it came for us, time for us to go to college, when it came to financial aid applications, I know I didn't fill it out, mm. but I had a financial aid application in my name filled mm-hmm. out. I know for scholarships, I never filled it out, but I received scholarships. They filled them out for me, submitted them for me, and I got the scholarships. I know that when it was time for me to go to school the night before, I needed to be to school on Sunday, and it dawned on me, I don't have a way to school. And I called my mentor. And she took some of her own child's things out of the car so that my things could get in. And I rode to college with them because they were going to be my roommates anyway. I was going to be their roommate anyway. So the things that they did are things that I don't I don't know. They just did what needed to be done because they saw something in us that mm-hmm. was worth all of that. And there's no price we can pay. To nope. repay them for that. Mm-mm. The only thing we can do to repay them for that is what we're doing right now is becoming what they always thought we could right, become. Right. Absolutely. Cause even and sometimes one day we're going to have to get all of them together. We like, will. Like one day we have to. So you have, sometimes you'll have, like people will say, oh, these kids are lazy. They're this. They don't. But I was like, well, when I was in high school, I, I didn't fill out my applications. People. But that wasn't about lazy. That's a different statement. I can say that now because uh, for a different reason. But we weren't lazy then. We didn't know how to do what we didn't know. There was no pattern set for us. Uh, outside in our family, there was only one other person that had gone to school, and that was our Uncle Jesse. And then Chris had gone. Outside of that, and Janet, Janet had, Janet had Janet gone. But there, was, there, there weren't these solid patterns. There weren't, it didn't feel like there were people we could go to and say, help me with this financial aid application. We're living in a house with our elderly grandparents. There was nobody for, other than the people who did pour into us, there was no one for us to go and get that help from. So that part of saying kids are lazy, I don't think that's but it I, alone. I just say we have to, where they're lacking, I feel like we have to step in to help. That's where are scared, because we were lacking. And people stepped in where we need to help. So I feel like we have to do the same for our generation now. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. What about you guys? I, for me, there's um, a lot of the people that I will mention you guys worked with because at the time, I'm so much younger. They were working with you guys. But, yeah. like, um, Dr. Jones, Miss um, Floretta Jones, uh, I think as teachers, they were amazing. Miss um, Grow. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I just those those particular women stand out as far as teachers because just the, the impact that they had on me um, for education and just 
having a specific drive and they they would let me know like to the point where even as I as I became an adult and I would go back and visit them I could have a conversation with them um more on like okay now now you are a woman now you're an adult so like let's have a, a conversation now and um so those particular women helped me and then like for high school like I it's so crazy that to think that I did not really have someone around as like teacher wise or just impacting me like I literally had to look towards you guys for for mm -hmm. that and I'm glad that there is that age difference between me and you guys mm -hmm. like I really appreciate that because um the things that I did not get outside like I could look to Mandy was at in at UF at the time you guys were already working and doing your thing by the time like I got ready to go to school so go to college so it was i honestly look to y'all mm. um honestly what lessons did each one of us teach you oh goodness um mandy i'll start with Mandy. i'll go just up the age bracket um mandy is like the that young professional um like you can do this you, you don't have to wait until like you're older to to be and living in this professional space because I would go to Mandy's house and her to her apartment when mm -hmm. I was in high school. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you you are getting it like already <laughs> right out of college. She was already yep. doing that. Um, but for, Liz, for it's you, fine. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 her name. <laughs> it's, it's, oh I don't have it. I don't have it. Um, Liz, for you, I feel like it was. Because from such a young age, we would hang out. Like, mm -hmm. you brought the... I'm not going to get emotional. No. Um, it's okay. Woo! You helped nurture the my love of Christ at such a young age. And I know now I don't, I don't go to church nearly as much as I believe that I should be going to church. But... If I hadn't had the relationship with God that I had when I started from like middle school, I don't think that I would be the woman I am today. Because you helped put you put me in an environment that I needed to be in at the time I needed to be in it. Um I would not be I would not be grounded spiritually as I am today if it wasn't for you saying, come with me. I was on the praise team. I was sitting, just sitting in church from before I was very active. Because in high school, I was very active. Like, mm -hmm. I was on the praise team, the choir. We would go places. middle school, you would just come sit in rehearsal. Yeah, middle school, I was just coming in and being being in the environment that I needed to be in. Um, and then just, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Like, we would just... On the weekend. That, that's why I sent you that, <laughs> that yeah. open house list. Because I'm like, you said send me some houses mm -hmm. i'm like okay look we got a whole list you want to go look at some open houses like that's what we used to do um on the weekend just go go riding around just hanging out jen you showed me what strength was at such an early age because you took all of us in and i still to this day and we've talked about it before i still to this day don't even know how you did it i don't know how you did it um so it's just, yo, that was just like, by far, like, if this is what adulting is, okay. 
Like, I realized that I can be a certain level of class, a certain level of woman, just by looking at my sisters. Like, I didn't have to look out in in the masses to find what womanhood was. And then I and then I look at Jamela. And Jamela was the free spirit. Yeah. She was the outgoing one. She was can go up to anybody and just be so herself and sit and sit in who she was at such a young age for me, like from the very beginning, from when I remember anything. I would hang out with Jamela a lot. And she was just that person. Like, I could go anywhere with her. She sat very comfortably within herself. Very much so. And then you just think about the last the last two years of her life and how she she handled what she was going through mm-hmm. with so much strength dignity. and dignity. And it made me realize, okay, one, I possess that strength as well. Mm-hmm. And two, that I can... I can live live this life and be myself and live so freely. And I should not let anything that I'm going through prevent me from living and being myself and being free. Yeah. And so I think that's why now I'm in such a space because I'm like, stuff that I'm going through, I can't let that stop me from being the free and being me to the core yeah and i have to if that means like really changes some things then that's what i'm gonna have to do because i need to be live freely and and be authentic so yeah that's and um i wouldn't um i think i heard you say the word like strength like five times and it made me think of mom Mm. and so I know, like, as our mother, despite whatever was going on, she showed us that she was going to try to give her her all. Mm, I felt yeah. like um, she always kept a job. I was, so I knew that if anything, I need to keep a job. I need to make sure that um, if... So I felt like even though sometimes we didn't live with her, I felt like she put us in a space where maybe, or maybe we ended up in a space. She made the best decisions decisions for us. Even when she Mm -hmm. couldn't do it, she didn't put us in harm's way intentionally. Even on that time where we were with someone that we didn't know, look at the fact that who she must have known him well enough to know they are safe here. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's exactly what I thought. That she, I have to give it to her. Even when she couldn't, she made sure that whoever was, that they were doing the, that they were doing the job that she could not. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so I'm beyond grateful for that strength. Mm-hmm. Like I knew, um, cause some mothers don't do that. They just th- throw their kids anywhere, to the wolves. Anywhere. 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 Yeah. And it just made me sit here and think that we are creating the legacy like for the next generation, mm-hmm. it was given to us maybe in pieces and people in fragments, but we are now be, have the ability to be able to cultivate a legacy for our nieces and our nephews. Uh, but they won't ever know students, that brokenness. They, they won't, won't ever but, know but that. A part of it, Jasmine didn't even know because Jess, she, no, no, you oh. knew some of the brokenness, oh. but I wasn't just saying you knew the brokenness because you definitely lived in the homeless shelter. <laughs> yeah. like, I wasn't saying that. But I was like, oh, wait a minute. She's like, wait a minute, I did, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I, I never lived in a homeless shelter. Like, I right. never, I lived, I would had, I was able to go live with my dad. Right, right. Um, <laughs> where I was going with that like or just some of the experiences like going to Auntie Brenda house and mm-hmm. eating go for Toto Jasmine mm-hmm. was like what I don't know that life, I don't know that life. Or, yeah. or the fact that she w- didn't have to look far she didn't have to look outside of her family 
for mm-hmm. someone to look up to mm-hmm. because it was right here in her face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what legacy is. Like, that's what we are now building that those people who had no attachment outside of being God ordained to be in our lives. Now, what they planted, the seeds that they planted are watered and grew. And now those seeds that we get to plant. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I wrote that in my letter when I left Robin Hood, that I don't think Miss Anderson knew, like, that lady was amazing. She like, was. I know I talked about her before, but she was really, really amazing. And I don't think that sometimes we know that the little things that we're doing, how much of a great impact it has in the future. Right. And just like you guys were saying that those, those ladies that were in your lives, now we we can directly see the fruit of what they did. And we can directly mm-hmm. see how we are planting some of those exact same seeds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just think it's amazing. So, um, like, I would agree with Jasmine. You guys are, you guys are amazing. Like, you, I did, I got to see Ma's strength and I got to see that strength, you know, exhibited in you guys. Um, I got to see Jamela's free spirit. I was like, Jamela, you just gonna talk to that person? Like, but it made me, I saw Jamela in multiple different ways. Me, you know, I was like, I'm educated, I'm this, I'm making my own coins. Like, I'm like, yes. And Jamela didn't care. Like, she was mm-hmm. like, she was like, I, I'll take a ride with somebody. I'll do whatever. And so it made me, like, realize, because sometimes I know that I could be a little bit self-righteous and I could be all of that. I feel like when I saw my sister, Jamela, like, it just tore down all of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it made me look at life so differently and mm-hmm. so, like purely and freely and that I didn't I felt like I had to like speak up like you know what I'm saying like and I use my education as that platform for me to do so like I have my doctorate like you can't say nothing to me like I will achieve as much as I possibly can because you can never take that away from me but I felt like Jamal was like but I don't need none of that like I can get a job like get fired today and get a job tomorrow tomorrow. (laughs) how'd you be (laughs) (laughs) I was like it was just and she amazing. was fine right and she, she was, was fine. So fine it was no like stress like she'd be like I'll be fine like, but you know the one thing that um what, I, I don't know if she said this to me or but when she found out she was sick she was just thankful that she had insurance yeah she yeah. was like because all these other times when I was jumping from job she to job if I had gotten sick then I don't know right. but I got sick and I had insurance she was and working at a what? She was working at, at Home Depot. Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was working at Home Depot. And had good insurance and was mm-hmm. able to get her treatment and she was thankful for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean I know I was gonna say that's like the bare minimum, that's not bare minimum, but knowing she did say that. You're she right. Did. But knowing, but I was like, thank God, because if it had been any other time, how would she have gotten treatment? Because I don't she, at SunTrust, I don't know if she had insurance when she was at SunTrust. No, it's just a call I feel like I it feel was, like she was at SunTrust at, no, at no, one. No, no, she wasn't. No, she was she was at Home Depot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt like when she went back to work, didn't she go back to SunTrust or was it back to Home Depot? It was back to Home Home Depot. Depot. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, but she was at SunTrust before then. When she was here, she was at SunTrust. Okay, gotcha. When she moved up there, she... She started working. But it's a Home Depot, Depot call center, though. Yeah, it was still a store. Right, right, right. So that's probably why you thought that. But it yeah, was probably. Call right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she, all, like, just always, always had a job, always free spirited. Like, yeah. she never lost herself in all of the things that she went through. Yeah. So, so I think just yeah. As women, as black women, I, um, 
I'm glad that I get to sit in this space, mm-hmm. you know, as a black woman to um, have been inspired and to be able to continue to inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Amanda Seals is absolutely dope. I mean, though, she, you know, she has my same name, so that's why I think she's amazing. Yes. But she is just like doing it on like so many different fronts and she's not, oh, yeah, you know, another. allowing people like as my dad said, Amanda, you know, you don't let no grass grow under your feet. And I was like, what do you mean by that? He was like, you never like sit still. Like you, you fly here, you go here, you live your life. Mm-hmm. And from my dad saying that, I was like, he gets to see, you know, mm-hmm. his child, like living life that maybe he didn't get to experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, you know, that we're talking about legacy, that my children will be able to live an even greater life because, you know, of what I now know and that they will be able to stand on my shoulders even taller. Right, 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 right. And for that, I'm, I'm just grateful. Um, I'm grateful for uh, Bo and Jen, like, for just always, like, supporting me and never, like, giving up. Like, like Jim was like, what you not going to do is be around here getting C's. What? Wait, no, but I, that's not it. So she was like, so if I have to pay for you to get a tutor, I'll pay for you to get a tutor. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you do that for me? Like, but that was even for Bo. Liz even started, too. Yeah, though. it was before that. Because it's like, we, because I guess I felt like I'm a teacher why am I going to allow my sister to sit, stay in my house, and then you get D's? D's that's, <laughs> that's not an we, option. Because yeah, I'm telling my right. students, you can't get D's and F's, so why would I allow my sister to get D's and F's? Not in this house. But I also think that came from mom. Y'all know when she used to have us doing the workbooks. She'll make sure we were doing oh, the yeah. workbooks. you make sure that education was a Listen, priority. I was at her. her, just speaking on her strength, like she would be working. She'll have me in a little room somewhere with my workbooks, with the TV on, bananas and pajamas on the on the, the TV. <laughs> and I was doing my workbooks. Yeah. Like she was very much like making sure that education was a part of um, our life and what we thought and our thought process. Yeah. It was never opposite of that. So. No. I appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely got my my passion for um for being studious in, in education from my mom because there was workbooks were always in place. Summers, we had the summer um <laughs> summer vacation. What? Yeah, we, you, <laughs> you had time outside. off, but you were also <laughs> immersed in in the educational process. That that was always held as important to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I look back over my life, I recognize that I am the product of the seeds that were planted by several different very strong, gifted, talented, caring. Um, women um, from aunts to um, uh, friends to mentors mm-hmm. um, to people in community um, people at our church like Miss Siplin mm-hmm. yes. that was instrumental yes. in, in nurturing the goodness in us and, and the pianist um, his wife uh, yes Deke's wife to, yeah. Carol Taylor yes. and um, just instrumental in, in nurturing the goodness that they saw in us but um, even if you look at mom and Aunt Remail and all, all of, them, of them, it it was one thing you you didn't miss church. No, it, that was not an option. If you alive on Sunday, you going to church. If you, you alive on Sunday, <laughs> you going to, and that it, it you didn't put anything before church. And they taught us to to really prioritize our relationship with God, mm-hmm. and to pri- not just our relationship with God, because a lot of people feel like they can have a relationship with God and sit in their homes. And while that is absolutely possible. One of the most important parts of of our Christian faith is fellowship with like believers, mm-hmm. and they taught us not to forsake the assembly, mm-hmm. and that's something that even as a college student, I left 
home at 17 years old, went to college. And one of the first things I did was I asked my pastor at the time, I need a church when I get in Tallahassee. And there was a pastor that was in our um, in our jurisdiction and I went, was going to his church while I was there. They taught us not to forsake the assembly. And one thing that I know, and, and Jasmine was speaking, is it's the connection. Even even no matter how frayed my relationship has been with God over the years, over the over the seasons, no matter how frayed. It was the fact that I knew there was a God who mm-hmm. cared, mm-hmm. Um, despite everything that had been going on. That's what has kept me grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so those seeds were planted by women, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Though we have a lot of men that have influenced us, and when we get to Men's History Month, if there is one, we'll talk about them. Talk but this month, we're going to talk about Father's women. Day. That means when it comes okay, up, we'll, we'll talk about Father's Day. <laughs> but, but this month, we want to capitalize on the strength of womanhood. The strength mm-hmm. of sisterhood, the strength of being there for each other, really being the shoulders that people can stand on, taking all the seeds that you that have been planted in you and allowing something to blossom from that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so important that you not like when you go back and look at look at our mom, our perspective changed. My perspective changed in that statement. Because she is a very strong woman. And sometimes yeah. we don't see, we didn't even realize that strength because, but the fact of the matter is, she was nurturing us the best way she could, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't by her hands. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so um, I just admonish our listeners this week, the people that follow the, uh, we got to come up with a name for our, for our followers. We don't have a name for them yet, um, but we'll think of that. If you have some ideas, you know, hey, text it to us, inbox us, D, uh, DM us, but Take some time this month to really honor. Um, and when I say listeners, I'm not just talking about females because there are some men that follow us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, take some time to really take an inventory of the women that have been impactful. Go back and tell them thank you if you can. Mm-hmm. But also nurture and appreciate and, and honor the women that are right here around you that are making things happen in your, in, your, in your space, in your sphere of influence. Honor them because we are gifts. Mm-hmm. And until you see us as such... You won't you won't treat the woman the way they should be. So, just just take some time this month in Women's History Month to honor the women that are that are making moves around you. Sometimes we pay honor to all the celebrities for what they're doing, but it's women right around you that are celebrity mm-hmm. status um, that may not ever have a platform or a name, but they are doing something instrumental in your lives and the lives of people around you. So, take some time this month to honor them. And um, y'all had anything else to add to that? No, no. Give one thing. One last thought. I look at some of the things that when we were growing up that the women who were around us that they involved us in when making us active in church. Mm-hmm. And you look at some of those things, they have helped us mm-hmm. in our current space and where we are. Okay, when you look at, they had made us get up in speeches, mm-hmm. you know, speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. When you look at how singing in church, ushering in church, Leading in church. Leading in church. Those things, while they might have seemed like small, minor things, but they've helped us in the space that mm-hmm. we're we're standing in right now. So we have to appreciate all the things that people did for us growing up and mm-hmm. to where we are right now. I never really felt like as a girl that like I couldn't be a leader or... I never thought suppressed. I never felt that. Yeah. Growing up, even though we grew up in a Baptist church... Um, I don't know, some churches may have kind of squashed womanhood or been patriarchal in nature. And maybe there was some patriarchy seen Mm -hmm. in in the roles of leadership because you didn't see any women pastors necessarily, anything like that. But I never felt like as a woman, I wasn't capable of doing just that, of of administering in the church. So and I'm grateful for that. I never felt 
um, that that kind of suppression. But that's all the more reason why I fight against it now right. because it is just not something that's gonna not on my watch. You're not gonna tell a woman she can't. Not on my. But no, you're not gonna tell anybody that <laughs> can that they can't. So right. I found a quote um, by C um, by Joy Bell that says. Um, it's difficult. It's definitely difficult being a woman and growing up a girl. When you're graceful, people say you lack personality. When you're serene, people say you're boring. When you're confident, people say you're arrogant. When you're feminine, people say you're too girly. And when you climb trees, people say you're too much of a tomboy. As a woman, you really never. You really need to develop a very strong sense of self. And the earlier you can do that, the better. You have to be all the things that you are without allowing other people's ignorance to change you. I realize that they don't know what grace is. They can't identify serenity. They have inferiority complexes. They are incapable of being feminine and they don't know how to climb trees. Mm, mm. Yes. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how to climb trees. That's all. That's right. So, um, this has been another episode of the Sisters Collective. We do yes. want to thank you guys for listening. And we want to let you guys know that for the month of March and April, we will be going to bi-weekly episodes. So, we'll be... Uh, give you episodes every other week so you'll get one this week and then you'll get one two weeks later yes. and that's because I'm going to be on tour yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I'm going to be on a music and poetry tour called um, Soul Sessions and it's going to be in several cities um, you can hit me up on my Instagram page at Elizabeth Renee Speaks um, that's R-E-N-E just one E because I'm special Elizabeth Renee Speaks and there it, you'll be able to find information about all of the cities that I'm going to be in please get your tickets and come you can get the tickets at Kingdom Promo Tickets I believe yeah KingdomTickets.com I believe and uh, but that information will be on my Instagram page but it will also be in the show notes so I'll be on tours on a tour uh, every Friday and Saturday for the month of March and April, yeah. which will prevent me from being here on our recording day. So we're going to have to do things a little bit different. So just bear yeah. with us during this shifted season, if you don't mind. Yes. And we'll be back to regular weekly sessions <clears throat> as soon as possible, probably in March, April, May. Mm -hmm. You know what we can do? We can do like some revisited episodes. We'll so we might not miss yeah. any. We can repost some yeah. previous episodes yeah. so that we can kind of... Okay, so in that case, just go ahead and tune on in Yeah, <laughs> every week. Yeah. But we'll have new episodes bi-weekly. Right, right. And um, so, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll post all that information about the, the tour info in our show notes. We'll post information... There was something else we're going to post in the show notes as well. But whatever it is we need to post in the show notes, we'll do that. Yes. So we thank you guys for tuning in. And we look forward to not hearing from you. But we look forward to you hearing from us. Yes. Yes. Very yes. Soon. yes. yes. Very great week. Out. All right. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Sisters Collective. Tune in next week for another family meeting. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at the Sisters Collective on all social media platforms.